Hey everyone, welcome back to Phone and a Friend. We're so glad to have you back yet again. And listen, we have no idea what we're going to be talking about this episode. We're just going to freestyle it, have a natural conversation and see what God does with it. So yeah, we're glad you're back and we're going to jump right in. How goes it? <laughs> oh, clearly we don't know what to talk about here. Um, I mean, things have been going pretty well lately. Much better than, you know, a few episodes ago where I was in that runt with, you know, being upset with God and all of that. I feel closer to him lately. Um, I feel like he's just been extremely intentional in drawing me nearer to him and just showing me where he's at in my different circumstances and all of that. Um, I'm trying to make a point of looking for him throughout my days. I actually posted about this just the other day. I was going into work and I'm extremely, extremely nervous and tense at work lately because we are training new mentors and um, I'm part of leading the training along with some of the other um, senior mentors at my job. And I've led the trainings before, but it's been virtual. Um, so I haven't done public speaking in person since early 2020. And so coming back in person and doing something on such a big scale, like coming back to it for the first time on such a big scale has been very nerve wracking. So um, that day we were doing run throughs of the of the training. And I was just like, before I went in that day, I gave my nervousness and all the anxious feelings I was having to him. And I just was like, you know, God, I'm going to I'm going to look for you today. And when I got to work and we went upstairs to find, you know, any classroom. Well, I didn't go upstairs. Um, one of my coworkers went upstairs to find a classroom that we could rehearse in because we couldn't do it in the office space. We have students in and out of there. So she picks a room. She tells me what room it is. And I go up there and there is written on the board a lyric from the song Gyra. Hopefully y'all know that song by Maverick City. And it's the lyric, um, if he dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor, how much more will he, how much more will he clothe you? And then um, a few more bars down in the song. And that song, or that part of the song, because it's not my favorite worship song, but that part of the song is my favorite part. Because it's based on my favorite Bible verse, Matthew 6, 28 through 30. And I just thought it was so intentional of him listen take a drink every time I say intentional <laughs> but I thought it was for him to show up there in the space that I would need him most like of all the spots I could have I could have you know seen his presence that day it was in that mm. room at the height of my nervousness because throughout the rest of my work day I'm just doing regular things so there's no need for me to be nervous but during that specific part of the day when we were starting the run-throughs, that's when the nervousness kicked in, like, into overdrive. So I just feel like he showed up where I needed him most. And, yeah, it was just, it was really sweet. Um, Yeah, and it's it's one of the things that I love about him, that he's he's so detailed, if for lack of a better word. Like, he, you know, you know. <laughs> What an amazing way to describe God. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> like a helpless romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that it's really what we are in this faith, though, or what we ought to mm-hmm. be. That's actually something I should do more, looking for God in everyday situations. And I, I it's, um, to some extent, I do, because I'm always, like, aware and always, like, trying to remind myself um, how blessed I am. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it can be hard, like you said, in certain circumstances. So I think it was just great how he showed up for you in that in that case. Yeah. And I feel like we can find him in the littlest things. Um, I used to think there was something wrong with that, like looking for God in everything. I used to... Because, you know, it can be said in that, you know... Um, it can be said in that way where it's kind of like, what's the word? It's kind of like you're um, demeaning it in a sense where it's like, if you pray about something small and it's like, it's not that serious. It's just like, for instance, ooh, I have a good example for that. Um, I have been watching, this was years ago, um, back when Megan Good first started um, being more outward with her faith i guess i could say um she was on the wendy williams show and she was um talking about her hair and how she wanted it to come out like really good she was trying this new thing with her hair and she talked about how she prayed about it and wendy was like you prayed about it it's just hair megan and it's like i don't think people understand that you can bring god into everything and when you invite him into those tiny things he will show up like it's and i think we think of god so much as this far away far off god that he can't be that close to be in the details and he can Mm -hmm. you have to invite him though and if that were the case if he were this god that's too big you know that would defeat the entire purpose of our faith because the entire purpose of our faith is about this extremely intimate relationship with god yeah and i think the intimacy is the part that gets lost on on some people yeah i I don't know what more to say to that um yeah i don't think you're there's too much (laughs) more to say yeah we were going for a second (laughs) We we, yeah, we were going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Good stuff. I mean, I think we we brought that point to a nice solid close so we could open up another <laughs> point. <laughs> I think that's what this episode is going to be like. Just a series of points that we open and close. <laughs> yeah. And I'm fine with that. All right. Well, how about you? How have things been on your end? Things are swell. <laughs> China. Loaded with sarcasm. <laughs> Things are okay. It's like an in and out, back and forth type thing. The stresses of life, really. But nonetheless, I'm still blessed. So what I will say is uh, my child is getting so big. He brings me such great joy in life. He really helps me with my stress as well as my significant other. And I'm just truly, truly blessed to have them in this time. Mm-hmm. I Today, I decided to worship and I had, sad to say, gotten into a good, good worship in a really long time. I kind of intertwined it into my uh, 
workout for today. Because mm-hmm. um, every morning, quote unquote, every I try to um, t- uh, take a ride down to the park and, uh, you know, walk around there, jog around there. And then in a very, very secluded basketball court, I jump rope. Very secluded. Because <laughs> I don't want anyone to see me. <laughs> but yeah, so I decided to intertwine worship into that this morning. And it uh, really set, got the wheels turning for a good day. Mm-hmm. So today was a good day. I didn't do much. You know what I mean? Nothing spectacular happened or anything like that. I feel like something that the enemy could have used, the Lord wouldn't allow him to. Just because I was able to get into that great worship, my mind was just, my mind and head were in a different space. Mm-hmm. And I'll share it. So I'll share it just so it's not so big. So one of my great friends got a, another job. She got a new job position, and it's basically her dream job. Uh, I'm not going to – I don't think I can say it. She basically is going to be working for a branch of Johnson & Johnson researching uh, tumors for cancer. And that is just so exciting. Like, can you believe that? Can you imagine? And it's so exciting. And so my initial thought was like, wow, like this is, oh man, this is amazing. Which is actually going to be great because next week we're going to the beach. So we'll be able to celebrate. It'll be Clark's first first beach trip. So that's exciting too. But we'll be able to celebrate that. So my initial thought was like nothing but pure happiness and excitement for her. But then I felt this feeling creeping over me this I'm not gonna say envy it wasn't envy it was sadness uh discouragement Mm -hmm. I guess is a better word I don't know this feeling that like everyone's moving on to bigger and better and I'm like being left behind Mm. um for a second there I, I was like God, when when is is my dream job or any job mm-hmm. for that matter gonna come for me? And um I had to take a step back and um just like, you know what? Everybody's journey is different. I am am in this season for a reason. I just had to keep waiting and being patient because I felt myself getting impulsive. I actually like emailed uh the interviewer and I'm like, Hey, you know, just checking in on a status update because of the news she gave us. And I'm like, Ugh. I mean, I was going to do that anyway. Cause it had, it gone past the, uh, the threshold they'd given mm-hmm. me when I would hear back. So I was going to do that anyway, but it's because I, 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 she gave us this great news. I'm like, well, let me just see what they're going to say. You know, let me see. I, I didn't get a response of course, because I'm acting impulsively, but yeah, I think too. Just and we talk about it a lot. Just staying in the moment that the Lord has placed you in, and just being grateful for everything in that moment. Because every time I look at my situation, I have to remind myself that there are people who would like love to be at home with their child, mm-hmm. and they they just don't have that choice. They have to go to work. So 
and and I'm really, really blessed to have my significant other in my life, in Clark's life, uh, involved with my family. And he's just a great, great asset outlet and support system for me. So I'm really blessed in that regard. So so I had to just let you guys know that there, there was a moment where the enemy could have used this thing, something that's meant to be really good, really celebratory, and could have festered it into something um, really negative. But I'm so glad that I got into that worship and my head was in the right space. So that's really what's going on with me, just trying to keep my head in the right space. Mm-hmm. It's a constant battle. I definitely understand how hard it is to see people moving on to things um, or moving on in ways that you wish to move on. I definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, I felt that way with you <laughs> a few times. That period where you were, you know, living in living in your. It feels weird for me. I know you call him pop pop but it feels weird for me to say okay everybody <laughs> everyone else says pop pop too in your <laughs> grandfather's house <laughs> um but yeah that period where you were um living there and i know there was a lot more that went into that um but like seeing you living there and then um from there you uh wound up in this beautiful relationship and then from there, you like moved on, were able to get your own place with the guy you love. And, you know, so seeing those things, I was like, man, I'm like, I'm really happy for her. But also, I want to get there, too. You know, like you said, it's mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. it's not like a thing where it's like envy, but it's like it's happiness. But also it's happiness for them. But like for yourself, you feel like a little bit. Like, man, yeah. I want to get there too, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that, wanting that for yourself, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hear that. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with that, y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it wasn't you. It was me. This happens all the time. <laughs> I am used to it. <laughs> and I think, too, even that feeling, like, there's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, it can be almost... um crippling dare i say like even in that moment it could be dangerous sometimes because uh, and i'm guilty of it i can only speak for myself wanting so wanting what someone else has so badly for yourself that it turns into this weird obsession and then you're not focused on you know what's right in front of you or the blessings that you do have i should say so that's that's something that I I still have trouble balancing sometimes, mm-hmm. but I've definitely grown in that aspect. And and because I kind of because I feel like when I put it that way, it sounds like envy, but it's not an it's not an envious feeling. It's like I don't know. It's like hmm, I don't know. I hope it's coming off clear. Well, let me ask you this, and then maybe this will help, like, clarify it. When you say it turns into this, you said this weird obsession. So not like an obsession with their situation, but more so you become obsessed with how do I get here? What can I do to make it happen? Okay, yeah, I understand like basically that. like f- like forcing it. Mm. 
forcing something that might not even be in the cards for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah. I think the important thing to remember in that situation is just like what you said. You said forcing something that probably isn't even in the cards for you, right? So um, in those cases, relying on, oh, here we go again, the goodness of God and knowing that he has something for you and that thing that you're trying to get, if it's if it's not here yet, it's it's not time, you know? And just like you said, forcing it can wind you up in a situation that that wasn't meant for you, you know? Um so yeah, I think in those times we just have to rely on him and make sure that we're trusting in his plan, even when we're not seeing it just yet, even if it doesn't make sense just yet. Um, rather than trying to force our own plans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think too, getting out of the habit of caring so much about what other people think is something that would truly benefit, I know myself and all of us, especially in situations like that, because I always think in my mind, like in the back of my head, I'm like, oh God. I'm not really in the mood to hang out with my friends because they're all going to talk about work and I don't really have work to talk about right now. Mm. Or I don't want anybody to ask me about work because they're going to do that same question. So are you working yet? Or are you still working from home? And then there's that complex. Do I lie or do I tell the truth and feel like, I don't know, embarrassed about it? Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. And a lot of times, like I'm making up stuff in my head. People probably don't even think this, but I'm like, oh, they probably think I'm a bum that just sits home all day. Yeah, like all these really, really crazy, dare I say, crazy thoughts come in my head. Most people probably aren't thinking about that. I don't know. Some people might be. Mm-hmm. And then I've had to get to a space where if they are... So what? Because when I go through these horrible thought patterns, God always brings me to a point of, what if they are thinking that? What's going to happen? <laughs> what are you going to do? You, What's you going to happen? Anything. How is this going to deter what it is I'm doing in your life? How, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. effect is this going to have on your well-being on like what's gonna happen and the answer is nothing that's so crazy mm-hmm. yeah right nothing at all that's so crazy that you said that cause i literally had to talk back and forth to myself about that earlier i'm like oh man they're probably thinking uh, this this and this because i was thinking about um I'm thinking about that situation again and another situation popped up. I'm like, oh man, they're probably thinking about this and and this and this. And I was just like, I had to say to myself, so what, Charlize? They're going to think this. You got a job, they're going to think this. You don't got a job, they're going to think something else. All you can do is control what you think. Right. You don't have any control over others or their thoughts. Right. And that's so easy to say, though. I don't control others or their thoughts, so it don't bother me. That's just not always the case sometimes. Right, but we can control our thoughts about other people's thoughts. 
if that makes sense. <laughs> it sounds nuts, but it makes it does sound sense. nuts. But it's like it's again just reframing, taking those thoughts captive and saying, if they are thinking this, so what? You've got to change how you think about what people think of you, because that can be so wow. so crippling. And you know what? I do that Mm -hmm. all the time. I do that at work. I do that here on this podcast. The reason why, and y'all don't hear so much of like the struggles and when I'm speaking, because a lot of it gets chopped out. But (laughs) I spend so much time pausing and messing up and trying to rework because as I'm talking, I'm trying to change the way that I speak. And God sat me down this week after um, after like last week's recording and really just told me the way I speak is okay. I spend mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much time when I'm talking, trying to change the way I talk. And I know what it is I'm trying to say, but I'm trying to word it in a way that I feel like is more appealing to other people or... I'm trying to word it in a way that I feel like is less annoying to other people because sometimes I feel like, you know, some of the tendencies I have when I speak can be annoying. And God is like, I know how you speak and I chose you to speak. So I spend so Mm -hmm. much time trying to change all of those things. And it's like, here are a lot of the things that I do. And you've probably heard it before in this podcast. I will over explain something. If I'm not over explaining it, I'll reiterate it four different ways or I'll find, like we said in last week's episode, I'll find like five different synonyms for the same word. And it's like, I try to change that about how I speak. And God told me to stop doing that because if I wasn't on this platform and I was having a regular conversation to you, that's how you'd get whatever message it is that he, that he put in me. You'd get it with the way I speak normally. And that's not to say that I shouldn't. um, That's not to say that there aren't things that I should like work on and practice and hone in on with this gift that he's given me. But if I'm going to do that, I have to do that for the right reasons and not because I'm worried about. Well, people are probably people are probably annoyed with how I speak or people probably don't want to hear me speak because I speak this way. Like I can't. I can't put the focus on that. You get what I mean? Yeah, no, I definitely get what you mean. Basically operating, not being quote unquote other minded, but more so God minded, right. right? Thinking about as long as his message came off in the way that's presentable, you know, and acceptable to him, then the way I presented it is fine. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely talked about this before, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was just such a great statement. Change the way you think, change the way, like, change the way you think about how others think of you. Something along those lines. <laughs> I already forgot. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, that's such an, an amazing point. That's, uh, I, I, I can't even explain, <laughs> I can't even explain it because it just, it just speaks for itself. And I, I think it's not even just the way others think of you. It's in everything we do. Just we have to change our thinking in general. Mm-hmm. You just have to change our thinking in general. Th- that's why, too, 
more and more each month I've been um, getting out of, you know, this funk about being unemployed and everything like that. I think for the past, the first four months, well, I wasn't employed for the first month. So the first three months of it, I was okay. I'm being very transparent. And and now I'm a little, a little better. I, it still gets to me from time to time, but like I said, I've been focusing more so on the things that are right in front of me and just changing my thinking about it. Don't, don't think of it as, oh, I don't have a job. I can't contribute to anything. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not doing enough. Think of it as you're doing so much to protect and maintain the house at home and to raise and care for your son. Think of it that way. And it's a blessing that you're able to be here with him. Give him his three meals a day. Mm-hmm. He's eating now. <laughs> And and just raise him up, read to him, play with him, and, and all those things until you know he's ready to go to daycare or school, et cetera, et cetera. So I've I've really been embracing that. And so the fact that you said that, I'm just is speaks to me. Yeah. And what you just brought up to reminded me of something else that God was um sort of teaching me how to do which is um instead of looking at our seasons as um you know we're waiting for this other thing to come instead again just like you said thinking about it differently and um looking at it as how much time do I have before this changes but like in a way to cherish that time. So I'll use myself as an example. Um, with, uh, and Char, you know how much, um, how much, you know, I would struggle sometimes with, you know, wanting a relationship and waiting for God to bring that. And you know how the Bible talks about um, the married and the unmarried person and how, mm-hmm. you know, that time of being unmarried, you get to, you get to give God your undivided attention, right? And so he's been showing me that I need to look at this season as I need to get in as much time with him as I can before this changes and cherish this season in that way instead of enduring it until I get somewhere else, you know? So like for you, like you said, before Clark eventually goes to daycare or preschool, cherish the amount of time that you get to get in with him. Like how much time do I get to get in with him before, before I send him off to daycare or send him off to preschool, you know, like Mm -hmm. how am I gonna make the most of this time that I have with him before it's over? Because then when it's over, we're going to be missing, you know, once, once the season changes, Mm -hmm. then we miss the season that we, that we, you know, struggled being in. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, like you said, changing our thinking That's... all around, like in every area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's a great example that you gave. Excellent example you gave. Because when you get in a relationship, you know, you have to take on that other person's baggage and you have to give them your attention. You can't necessarily like, I think I'm going to do this. You have to consult him and all that you extra made stuff. that sound so <laughs> gotta take on this other person's baggage and consult them and like <laughs> care about their feelings and all that stuff but yeah no I, I think that that's 
that's such a great um that's such a great point. Just changing your thinking. And I wish I had something to well, I guess I do have something to remind myself of that, but I wish I had like a I don't know, like a sticker or something mm-hmm. <laughs> to remind myself. Change your thinking. Go old fashioned, do a post it and stick it on a mirror. <laughs> I know right. Oh, I used to be obsessed with post its. Now I'm like, eh. I just use my phone notes. I used to too. I feel like if if I haven't archived them, if you go like far back on my Instagram page and I took any like mirror pictures in my bedroom, you might see like green post-its along mm-hmm. the side of the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if I could get back to that. Probably not. It's just more convenient to make the list inside of the phone and then check it off that way. How did we get to lists? I thought you were talking about like reminders and stuff. <laughs> well, I was, but but that's that's how my reminders it translates into a list. So I probably shouldn't say this, but for instance, uh, dig into your word is it's at the top of the list, but it's on there. I see what you're as doing. like a remind. As a reminder, though, not like mm, I did that check, yeah, but like as like a prominent reminder, yeah. Because there are other things on there, like you know, I don't know, take care of yourself. Oh, make sure to exercise, like stuff yeah. like that. Like, not, and then at the bottom, there's like the oh, look into this, call that person. To there's those things. Okay, but, yeah. yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, and even even at some point, I got crazy with with that. So God, I had to take a step back from making lists. Even then, I got like real crazy with that. But I feel like I have more control of it now. I'm not too over organized. I don't think I was ever that organized, but some might say I was. Whatever. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is just a fun. Oh, I hope it was fun. <laughs> it was for us. <laughs> We hope you guys had a great time with us. And we're so glad that you decided to come back and listen to us chatter. We hope you got some gems. <laughs> yes, we hope you got some gems. We hope you got some encouragement. We And we hope you decide to follow us on social media just to keep up with us. We will see you guys again next week, hopefully. Peace. <laughs>